on top of trying to navigate like all of the change and the unknown and the uncertainty of the pandemic like it was exhausting and a lot of us had our moments where we were overworked overwhelmed overstretched overbooked over medicated just freaking over it and i'm all about how do you take people from feeling over it to on it on fire on purpose and on your game and again like tapping into that that energy of our soul that soul science that sense of purpose and knowing and then using that knowing to start making different decisions in our lives about what we're going to say yes to what we're going to say no to what boundaries we are going to put in place what boundaries we are going to hold it gives us the confidence and the courage to just be like mm, i'm making some changes i'm making some adjustments because what i was doing wasn't working. Welcome to You Belong in the C-Suite podcast. You are ambitious in life and in your career, but something is missing. You want to bring more of your passion to what you do, because let's be honest, you pour a ton into your work and it needs to mean more. I'm your host, Laura Eigel. I'm a mom, wife, PhD, coach, advocate, introvert and indoor rowing fanatic. I'm passionate about living a life that's in line with my values. We'll give you the actionable tips and tools you need to lead with your values, make a difference and have career success. The world needs more diversity and authenticity in the top jobs at organizations. Your leadership belongs there. You belong in the C-suite. What gets you up in the morning? What drives your decisions? What do you stand for? No idea, not even sure where to start. I use my values to guide my life and career. It's the basis of how I've built boundaries for myself and stuck to them. Are you ready to dig into what matters to you? Go to thecatchgroup.com to download your free values worksheet. That's thecatchgroup.com to download your free values worksheet to get to your core values and take action on what matters most. Welcome to this week's episode of the You Belong in the C-Suite podcast. This week, I'm excited for you to hear my discussion with Jenny Evans. Jenny Evans is a speaker, author, and organizational consultant on physiology and chemistry as it relates to resiliency, confidence, and performance. She is highly experienced, having worked with thousands of C-Suite executives, leaders, and employees from corporations, associations, and universities across the globe. Her dynamic presentations and company-wide initiatives both educate and inspire audiences by linking the stressful challenges of everyday life to the body's own chemistry and physiology. Jenny brings to life the art of optimizing your own chemistry to boost your performance and productivity all while enhancing your health and energy. Jenny's events are active, engaging, high energy, and life-changing, leaving audiences inspired, informed, and on their way to leading a more productive life in an increasingly demanding business environment. As a stress expert, her award-winning book, The Resiliency Revolution, has been hailed as a smart, clever read, and a super practical guide to leading a more full and resilient life. She is also the creator of Hit the Deck, 
the ultimate tool for combating stress and increasing productivity and fitness. Jenny has spoken on the TEDx stage, is the resiliency subject matter expert for Optum and the big nose digital courses. She writes as a blogger for the Huffington Post and was NBC KARE's health and fitness expert for over four years. She has been quoted on National Public Radio, in Health Magazine, and Women's Health, while being showcased on FastCompany.com, Inc.com, Entrepreneur.com, Shape.com, and L.com. Jenny has a Bachelor of Science degree in kinesiology with an emphasis in psychology from the University of Minnesota and has been on the American Council on Exercise Certified Professional Trainer and Group Fitness Instructor for over 20 years. I was introduced to Jenny by a mutual friend, and in the introduction, she said something to the effect of, you know when you know two people that don't know each other but know that they will get along really well, you know you have to introduce them. And so I was really excited to meet Jenny. We've talked multiple times. And as I was summarizing this introduction for the podcast, I was thinking about all the things that we talked about, and there are just a ton of topics. But mostly, our conversation was about finding meaning and purpose for what you do, and that there are multiple ways to do that. And we had tons of synergies, but also tons of differences in, in how we do it. We have a ton of common commonalities, but different lenses to get to it. So instead of summarizing our conversation, I'm going to let you listen to the energy that Jenny brings with her unique perspective. Let's get started. Well, I want to welcome you to the You Belong in the C-Suite podcast, and I'm so excited that we are finally able to record and connect and be in the same space together and have this conversation. Welcome. Laura, so good to be with you. Thank you. Yeah, I'm I'm so excited that um, we were connected. So we have a mutual friend slash client slash amazing human that connected us. Um, yeah. And she was just like, hey, you ever find that two people who do not know each other totally need to meet? This is that connection for you, too. And she was totally right. <laughs> and we've been able to be in connection a couple of times. And we said, hey, we need to make this a podcast episode. So thank you so much for um, being in connection and for you know just prioritizing your time for this. I'm really excited to dig in. I love when that happens of somebody that you really like and respect and connect with when they're like, I have somebody that you have to meet. So yeah, I'm so glad she connected us. Well, let's dive in. I want to learn. I know a little bit about you, but I want to learn even more. And I want our listeners to know who you are too. So tell me more about, about you and please share as much as you want life growing up career. Like what has gotten you to this point? It's funny when people ask, like, tell me about you. Like always the first thing that I want to say is like, I love to vacuum. I love transforming things from one to another and that instant gratification. <laughs> but I think that is a reflection of I'm kind of like obsessed with outcomes and transformation. So my background is exercise physiology, psychology and American Indian studies and it's all about mind, body, spirit. And I would love to say that I strategically planned it that way, but I didn't. It was just sort of that lucky accident where you think you're headed in one direction and then you realize, 
oh, I'm going to take another turn and just trusting that when you you listen to that inner voice that's really telling you, don't worry about how you're going to figure this out later on. Just trust that if this is what you're really passionate about, if this is what you're really curious about, you will figure out how it's going to look later on. Um, so I have really been, I would say, like fascinated and obsessed by the human body and brain, kind of more from like a physiological perspective, as well as the psychological perspective. And that when we truly understand how our brains and body work, we can expose them to different stimuli in order to create change versus you know, I think about before I knew a lot of the things that I know now, there's things that you're like, well, common sense would tell me if I just do A, that's going to give me B. And then you're like, why is it not working? Why is this so hard? Why am I swimming upstream? And then you realize, oh, that's not how my body and brain work. And if I understand how to work with it, man, things are so much easier. And so I am definitely like a continuous learner and I love that there's still so much about our brains and our bodies that we don't know. And so it's fun to always be learning and then figure out like, I know how this is relevant to me. And if it's relevant to me as a woman, who's a leader, who's an entrepreneur, who's a mom, I'm sure this is also going to be helpful for other people in similar roles. I love it. I love that it wasn't purposeful, but turned out to be, <laughs> you know, when we just talk about like being purposeful, mm -hmm. I think sometimes we think like that has to be so strategic and thought out and it does to a certain degree. But I think there is kind of that sense of purpose and knowing and that inner wisdom that we all have. And when we can figure out how to tap into that, and I think more importantly, how to listen and trust that sense of knowing, not that just that inner voice, but like wherever you feel that in your body, if, if you feel it in your chest, if you feel it in like your solar plexus, if you feel it in your gut, that is such value. It's such valuable information and energy. That's where our drive and our passion really comes from. Yeah. And I feel like sometimes we feel it, but we don't always pay attention to it. And maybe, especially as women, I don't know. I feel like that that's definitely, I've felt something. And then I've sometimes tried to ignore that energy because yeah. whatever it is, I'm like, oh, it's pulling me maybe away or towards something. I'll deal with that later. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think we've been conditioned to have a lot of shoulds and supposed tos in our life. And also I think, I don't know, just kind of being in like a male dominated society, we're rewarded for like logic and reasoning and making intellectual decisions and don't be so emotional of like, man, like our emotional intelligence, it's called intelligence for a reason to really understand that like, that's legitimate information. It's really valuable information and we shouldn't stuff it down or ignore it, but just kind of embrace curiosity of what is this and, and why am I feeling it? And what is it pulling me or informing me to do? 
Yeah, I was having this exact conversation, this idea of like logic versus versus emotional. And I'm like, interesting how those are the, that's what we've put on the the different sides of that line, logic and emotion. Yeah. It's not, so that means that if you're emotionally, you're, you're illogical and you can't be both. And so that was the discussion that we were having. It was, it was fascinating. And um, and we, that. and we said, the, I think those need to be teased into two different things because as I think about it, you know, it goes back to all these, these stereotypes and the systems at work and why should you not be emotional at work? Well, shouldn't, mm-hmm. shouldn't you be, shouldn't we care? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and what does that shouldn't look we like? Be passionate. Shouldn't mm-hmm. we be driven? Those are emotions. Yeah. I love that. It's not either or it's the yes. And for sure. And so I love this idea of understanding where is your energy? And like, I feel like I am coaching women all the time on this idea of the energy that I have for something versus what I should do and what I should not do and trying to reconcile that. Right. And then Mm -hmm. what happens when we are feeling that tension often we get stuck and we get overwhelmed and then we just don't do anything or we stay Mm -hmm. in the stuck longer because we think, oh, well, surely I'll figure this out. And maybe it's just that tension that we need to figure out. And we don't, we don't want to disappoint somebody. I love what you just said. When you just say, we think that we'll just figure this out. And this is just like, I love the serendipity of this conversation. When we were just talking about what's more important, is it logic? Is it reasoning? It's definitely both. But oftentimes when it comes to having the energy and the drive to take action on the things that we intellectually understand we should be doing or are valuable and important, like, but yet why are we not doing it? Because we actually can't think our way into action, we actually have to feel our way into action. And what I mean by this is we are feeling beings that sometimes think. We are not thinking beings that sometimes feel. Um, I've seen a statistic that decisions are actually like 95% based on emotions Mm -hmm. and not logic and reasoning. And so one of the ways to really like tap into this sense of energy and passion and moving from thinking to acting is to really get connected to our sense of beliefs, our sense of purpose and our values, because those are the things that really drive us on like a deep, powerful, like full body kind of a thing. And, you know, when I'm coaching people too, the very first thing, like no matter what, what reason people come to me, no matter what industry they're coming to me from, the very first thing that I have every single one of them do is they have to get crystal clear on their beliefs and their sense of purpose. And for a lot of them, this is going to sound weird of like, okay, what is that? Is like, like a 10 minute exercise for a lot of people and especially women when I ask them to actually write it out and be very specific, they're shocked to learn they have no idea. It might take them a month of daily journaling, sending me their journals, me giving them feedback, giving them more prompts, asking them, you know, follow this little nugget. Let me push you deeper on this. 
it's it's a process. It's not something that a lot of us were taught, but it's one of the most valuable, powerful things that we can do because it is the most powerful driving source of energy that we possess as human. It creates a lot of clarity on based on my beliefs. Here's who and what should be getting my energy and here's what, you know, should not. And it gives us that sense of being pulled. It drives us into action and accountability of you're like, I'm already in motion. Like I haven't even already thought this out, but I just have this sense of knowing this is the decision that I'm supposed to make. This is the action that I'm going to make. And it improves our resilience. Like we we're like when we're on a mission that totally matters to us, get out the way because there's <laughs> nothing that we won't do to just we will be relentless. We will fight in the in the face of, you know, obstacles. We're willing to endure discomfort and and stress. And so it is such a powerful source of energy, but we got to get out of our heads and we got to tap into what I kind of so I kind of started out like my career started with like body science, then it moved into brain science, and now I'm like settling into soul science. And what I love with this like soul science is connecting to our purpose, our beliefs and our values is the answer to every problem, the answer to every question. I love it. And I think that's um, why we were connected by our mutual friend because um, so I'm driven everything through values and she knew that you had similar. So I want to talk to you about when we say system I use the nomenclature of values, know your values, identify your values, make decisions based on values, build boundaries based on values, all that kind of thing. How is that similar or different to purpose? Should I have both? Does it matter? Like, tell, tell me more about your, about what you find most helpful. Yeah. I mean, the beautiful thing, Laura, about what we do as coaches is there's like a million and one ways to do this a lot of times like if you give somebody like a values checklist and like what are the things that you value i think a lot of people treat that as an intellectual exercise and in order to go deeper to make it more of an emotional exercise i have people start by like let's decide your top 10 values so it's it's prime in the pump it's getting them thinking about it and then what I have them do is say, okay, great. Now we're gonna set this aside. And now here's what I want you to do. I want you to write two words, I believe, and I want you to finish that thought, that statement in as much detail as you possibly can. And it's, you know, belief, when you think about that, it can be intellectual, it can be spiritual, it can be mental, it can be emotional but it just takes people to a deeper place. And especially when I say, okay, when I'm asking you, what do you believe? What do you know to be the truth, your truth? Like there are some things that we just powerfully believe that we just know. So for instance, like one of my strongest beliefs is really all about like a growth mindset. I believe that we all, like when you're born, like your standard edition, you got a certain set of talents and skills, but that it's our responsibility to fully develop our talents and skills throughout our lives and along the way, 
expand our capacity and then put it out into the world in some way, shape or form. I love continuous learning. I have a growth mindset. And I believe like if I don't do that, shame on me, then I wasted my life. Like it's my duty and responsibility to do that. And that one belief gives me confidence. It allows me to be bold. It allows me to take risk. Then you kind of start talking and like people's passion starts to come through. And like, I like to call it like, we're tapping now into like your passion and your persistence. So yeah, Laura, like when we talked before, we're like, yeah, we do the exact same thing. We just kind of call it different things. And we've just got, we have different paths to kind of get to the same outcome. But I'm just, I'm really trying to get people to get out of their heads and get into that sense of knowing. We all have the answers inside of ourselves. We just have to figure out how do I tap into it? How do I listen to it? And now I need to honor it. Do you, I completely agree with this idea of it's an iterative process. It's not something that you can do in like 15 minutes and you need to sit with it and feel through it and reconnect to it often. Um, And one of the trends that I find is that sometimes the things that we write down that are important to us after we figure it out, it, it's really some of those things were, are important to other people. So we're serving lots of people and that knowing comes through like testing out, is it this value or is it that purpose or is it that? And like, why am, why do I care about that? Is it because I care or is it because I'm supposed to care? (laughs) Um, and there's, there's some tension in that work. Do you find the same? For sure. Because you know, like when we were kids and as we grew up, we were taught and given a set of values by our parents, by our education system, by religion. And like, we needed to learn those values or like rules to like fit into society and under understand. But I think it's just so important that as we grow and mature for us to reflect on, okay, I was given a set of values and beliefs. Is it what I actually value? Is it what I actually believe? And that can be like, I don't want to say, I don't want to use the word difficult, but to really like change your way of thinking of like how you thought what you knew to be true about the world and then to decide like oh but i think it actually look might look more like this and how it's tied into your identity you know of like another question that i like to ask people to write about is i'm the type of person who who like what type of person are you you know no um so thinking for ourselves on a deep level like i said a lot of us hasn't really been taught how do we do this? Which is like, it kind of bonkers to me because it really is like one of the most important things you can do. Like an organization, one of the very first things that they do is they figure out why do we exist? What is our mission statement? Because once we are clear on that, then we're clear on how we're going to spend our resources. What is the messaging that we're going to do? Who is our, our client? Who is our customer? But yet in our personal lives, we're all just sort of like, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just nailing this to-do list on a daily basis and feeling super productive. I'm killing it. I'm killing myself. Just go, 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 do, do, do. And like, wow, I've accomplished all these things and I'm doing all of these things. Why am I not happy? Because it seems to me on paper, 
with everything that I've accomplished, I should feel successful. I should feel happy. And yet we're not. <laughs> yeah. And, and then there's like internal, like what's wrong with me if I'm not? Yes. It's not yeah. what's wrong with this, the job or the situation or the context. I find, well, in, in my own experience, that's the exact question I ask myself. Like, I had this job that is really great and the team's really great and the company's really great. And how come I'm not happy? What's what's wrong with me? Am I not grateful enough? Am I not figuring the this shame, out? The guilt and the shame start coming into, I should totally. be happier. Shame on me. Mm -hmm. And that's not what it's about. It's like, no, that's, it's good information to have of like, well, how many of these things have you been doing because you felt like you were supposed to, or you should, or you just get into go mode, you know, like we react instead of being intentional about the decisions and, and choices. I'm not saying all of the time, but I think sometimes like when we just all of a sudden, like, you know, I feel sometimes like you just pick up your head and you look around and all of a sudden you're like, how did I get here? Like, whose life is this? who's been driving the bus <laughs> versus like I'm driving the bus and is the bus even what you want to be driving <laughs> you, yeah you're in control my award-winning book values first how knowing your core beliefs can get you the life and career you want is now available in audiobook since the book released just last year, the biggest question that I've gotten from readers is, is it available in audiobook? In this book, you'll get to hear my most pivotal career stories and some of the successes of my clients as you learn about the values first framework and how you can take action on your life and career. The audiobook is narrated by me. So if you love this podcast, you'll love the audiobook. Values First, How Knowing Your Core Beliefs Can Get You the Life and Career You Want, is now available on Audible and iTunes. So this idea, how do we move from the should to the I know? Yeah, I great should question. to I know. I feel like that is the, the, the million dollar question. Here. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so step number one is you get ultimate clarity on your beliefs. You literally write it down. And I usually have people like, let's just go with 10. Okay, so you have 10 things on paper that these are the things, these are your non-negotiables, the things that you know to be true. And now what you're gonna do is you're gonna take this desired action that you just can't seem to take or stay with consistently. So let's use an example. I think this resonates with a lot of us where you're like, you know what? I need to take better care of my health. You know, I need to start whatever exercising, getting better sleep, nutrition, like whatever it looks like for you, because how many of us like struggle with this? And so this is common. And then so I say, okay, let's look at your list of beliefs. You can see these on paper. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to connect taking better care of your health to how it is a way for you to practice, express, and live out your beliefs on a daily basis. So for example, I had a client, and so some of her beliefs was, she's like, I believe in integrity, trust, and loyalty. And so 
when she looked at that and then looked at her desired behavior, she realized that like she is loyal and has integrity to everybody else in her life except for herself. And so she realized that when she's taking better care of her health, she's trusting herself. She's being loyal to herself and her needs as much as she is to other people. She also has a really strong, she's in the healthcare system. She has a really strong belief about helping other people. And she realized, okay, when I'm healthier, that allows me to take better care of people in my life. And if I value helping other people, I should also value helping myself. And, you know, if you're a person who loves to help people, you're like, I love it when people receive my help of like, well, then she should also value receiving help from other people as well. Another one of her beliefs and values was in a, a strong, really supportive family unit. And then she realized like, well, when I'm taking better care of my health, I'm a role model for my family. It's really important that I walk my talk, that I do what I say I'm gonna do. And when I'm taking better care of my health, I am a better member. I am a better member of this family unit. I can be more supportive. The last one that I'll share with you, she was like, I believe in creating a career that brings me joy. And so many of us are just like, you know, so busy. We give our full and best energy to our work, to our family, to our community. And she's like, you know what? When I'm taking better care of my health, I'm better at like this super busy demanding schedule because I have more energy <laughs> to do my job better. So it takes us away from this intellectual, I should be getting more sleep. I should be taking more, better care of myself. Now you've actually connected this behavior to your true motivation of why it's actually important. And so it moves you from, you know, that intellectual to the emotional. It moves you from thinking about it to actually acting on it. I love it. And I love the the deep connection to the I know statements and connecting those back to what you believe. I think it's for the language that I like to use is, you know, it creates the internal motivation because you care about it. Um, but then you also get the extra bonus motivation on the other side where it's extrinsic motivation too, because you can see some of these tangible things and then it's like a, a cycle, right? Yeah. Of internal and self-reinforcing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I love it. And you know, even for me, when I think about like one of my strongest belief about developing my talent skills and having a growth mindset. And so like when a client comes to me and they're like, um, we want, you know, I also do a lot of speaking and they're like, we want you to speak on this topic. And you're like, well, I've never talked about that before. And, and, and it's easy for that and that self-doubt to just be like, what do you know about that? You can't do that. Well, my belief in having a growth mindset is like, yes, I will. And I will figure it out. Or if they're like, we want you to talk to our top executive leadership team. And you know, there's that little part of you that's always like, mm, I'm just Jenny from Janesville, Minnesota. What do I know? You know, of like, no, when I'm anchored in my beliefs, like this is the information that I know. This is my expertise. And I need to share it with the world. And that's what, you know, motivates me to take action and, and to overcome the fear, the unknown, the exhaustion sometimes, you know? Yeah. The exhaustion. That's a real thing. <laughs> Is it? Yeah. 
you know, and Laura, I think like bringing up the exhaustion is so important of like, you know, the last several years, like going through the pandemic, research is showing that women stepped up and did more of the heavy lifting professionally. Like women did more of the DE&I um, work. They did a lot more of like the well-being work for their organizations. They did it unpaid. And that that work is what really attracts and retains people um, at home. Women did more of the homeschooling, more of the um, care of like their parents on top of trying to navigate like all of the change and the unknown and the uncertainty of the pandemic, like it was exhausting. And a lot of us had our moments where we were overworked, overwhelmed, overstretched, overbooked, overmedicated, just friggin' over it. And I'm all about how do you take people from feeling over it to on it, on fire, on purpose, and on your game. And again, like tapping into that, that energy of our soul, that soul science, that sense of purpose and knowing, and then using that knowing to start making different decisions in our lives about what we're going to say yes to, what we're going to say no to, what boundaries we are going to put in place, what boundaries we are going to hold. It gives us the confidence and the courage to just be like, mm, I'm making some changes, I'm making some adjustments because what I was doing wasn't working. And now it's time to be very intentional and focused so that I can feel better. And that's just such a dumb thing to say. But honestly, Laura, at the end of the day, we all just want to feel good. That's it. That's it. That's it. You just want to feel good. Yeah. And I, but I, I love also just how you use the word energy, like energy, enthusiasm for just like to get that at work you know, at different points in career, I felt that more than others now, more so than ever, but it's because I literally made the decision to live a life of my values to your point. And so just this idea of energy being this excited commodity that I could like have and use in all aspects just really resonates. And I think right now, because of all of that over everything, energy just feels like a natural resource that I can't, that sometimes, you know, doesn't feel attainable. I, you know, I have a bunch of different keynote topics, but probably one of the, the most popular lately has been around when I talk about how do you really address burnout? I like to say that like stress and burnout are not things that just happen in your head. They're actual chemical biological events that change your chemistry and your physiology. And that burnout is actually a biology problem it's an energy management problem because energy physical mental emotional spiritual is metabolized in our physical bodies it comes through the union of the foods we eat and the air that we breathe that's very much simplifying it but it's a finite resource it has to be renewed but as women most of our day is just about giving our energy to everyone and everything we don't think a whole lot about like, well, what am I doing to actually renew my energy periodically throughout the day? Not just at the end of the day when you're already energy depleted and exhausted or on the weekend. And so I talk about these different micro strategies of like these things that you can do in 60 seconds to recover your energy physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, because that really is the, the key. It's not the time we spend 
doing the things or with the people that we care about, it's like the energy and the focus and the engagement and the productivity that we bring to the time that we have. But so many women are just exhausted because you are sacrificing your workouts, you're sacrificing your sleep, you're sacrificing your nutrition. And those are the three top forms of energy recovery that are available to us. I mean, we should just do a whole nother episode on how do you manage your energy? I love it. This is just like the stuff that I love. Can we, can we have a teaser of one of those 60 second things for constant renewal throughout the day? Yes. Okay. So from a physical perspective, our blood circulation really determines how much energy is being delivered into our bodies. And so sitting is energy recovery at first, but when we sit for long periods of time, our circulation starts to slow. So just even getting up and moving like once an hour um, for a minute or two stimulates our blood circulation. So now more energy is being delivered to our bodies and our brains. Um, from an emotional perspective, our brains are actually hardwired to pay more attention to things that aren't working, problems. It's easy to get really negative with our emotional energy. So 60 seconds of gratitude, like set a timer, for 60 seconds, write as many things that are going awesome, that were fun today, that made you laugh, that you're grateful for, or even just thinking about three things. From a mental perspective, you can still like even be productive and get recovery. So for instance, if I'm, I hate writing. Writing hurts my brain so hard. But if I'm like, okay, Jenny, you're gonna write for 20 minutes, and then your reward is you're gonna spend five minutes just cleaning out your email inbox. It's mentally easy, but I'm still being productive. From a spiritual perspective, energy recovery is even just like taking a minute to just reflect on your sense of purpose or your values and beliefs. Or I have different podcasts that I like to listen to that just renew my soul, you know, like they just fill my cup. And it's so it's these little things, but when we're being intentional about it, we can recover massive amounts of energy in really short periods of time. You know, like when you think about how do you feel after watching like three hours of Netflix versus five minutes of meditation, there's a huge difference there. And so when you're intentional and strategic, it doesn't have to take a long amount of time. I love it. Thank you so much. But we'll definitely need a whole other podcast on it because I am like, feeding off the energy that you have talking about energy recovery. I love it. <laughs> so it good. Works. It's, it's, it's awesome. I love it. And I just have loved hearing your perspective. And I think it's like you said, there's lots of ways to get to some of these things, but it's about the intentionality and tapping into more of the, I know and letting go of the should. And I just really, really love hearing your take on all of this and where we're doing similar work, but I'm still learning so much from you. So I so appreciate you and just sharing the space and just thank you so much for our conversation. And I know that we want to tell everybody how to connect with you. So let's talk a little bit about that. And I think also you have um, a tool that you have made available to us as well. Yeah. First, let me say like, Laura, this has been the highlight of my day. Like I just having love, having conversations about important things, like the deep, juicy stuff, like that's where it's at. So thank you. I just 
I love this. And again, like this is something that we're both really passionate about. And we could talk about this, not just for a day, but like days on end. I'm like, we might have to have a little retreat. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm okay with that. That would be fine. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. We're going to get it in the books. Um, okay. So how people can find me, jennyevans.com. I also have a YouTube channel where every week or two, I put out a really highly produced video with just tools, tips, strategies um, that you can use for yourself. You can show them at team meetings. And the thing that I'm really excited to share with everybody, um, you know, since finding our sense of values and beliefs and purpose is so pivotal, I actually have a, a digital course called Ignite Your Purpose. It's a full micro learning course, but I also have a mini version of it that I want to share for free with people of like, just jump in and just start getting started. And if you love what you learn in the mini course, you can always jump into the, the full course, but I've taken some of the modules, what I feel are, they're all super powerful modules. They're all my favorite children. Um, but I did pull out like three from the course just so you can see what it's about, but you'll also just really walk away with some actionable things that are just going to get you rolling in the right direction. Oh, and that's at jennyevans.com slash purpose mini course. Yeah, I should probably tell you where to get it. We'll also put it in the show notes too, just to make sure that we have an easy accessible link. And just thank you so much for sharing your energy and your passion here today. I am just so happy that we're connected and learning from you has just been so fun. And I know that we'll continue to in the future. So thank you so much. I want to thank you so much for listening to the You Belong in the C-Suite podcast. If you are enjoying this content, please remember to rate and review on Apple Podcasts. By leaving a review, you are helping others find this content. We will be featuring five-star reviews on air in upcoming episodes. Editing and support for the podcast is done by S&E Podcast Management. To get more tips and tools to help you live a life guided by your values, go to thecatchgroup.com. Keep your boundaries and take care.